Oscar, where's 1049 Park Avenue? This is 1049 Park Avenue! Can two divorced men share an apartment without driving each other crazy? Hello, and welcome to 1049 Park Avenue, an odd couple podcast. Today's we are talking about season three, episode eight, Felix's first commercial. Garrett, what do you have on our writer? Well, it is a familiar name uh, to our writing staff, a Albert Lewin, who has uh, uh, who wrote a total of seven episodes. Uh, and most of them we've seen already, including two of the better season one episodes. Felix gets sick and Felix is missing. Um, but he, and he also wrote Pat Farm, which is great. He wrote Where's Grandpa, which is not so great. Um, but I think, you know, I, I think before when I talked about him, I gave some sense of his career. But if I may, just a brief little summary in IMDb. The guy had an amazingly long career. Uh Albert E. Lewin studied at the Chicago Art Institute and began his career in the 1930s as an animation artist for Walt Disney, oh. working on Snow White, Fantasia, and Pinocchio. Did we discuss this originally? No. I may. I, I looked through his credits before, but I didn't quite. I didn't know about the Disney part. And then he soon turned to writing radio comedy in the 40s and wrote for Bob Hope, Bing Crosby, Jack Benny, Mickey Rooney, Eddie Cantor, Groucho Marx, and Edgar Bergen. From the 40s through the 90s, Mr. Lewin wrote motion picture screenplays. And more than 100 episodes of comedy TV series, um, in, and he and so the fact that he started with Walt Disney and with comedians like Eddie Cantor and Jack Benny, and he his career ended with Different Strokes, all the way up to Different Strokes. He wrote like 10 episodes of Different Strokes, so I just think that's a really long range of a career. Indeed. Uh, so we open on exterior shot of Felix taking picture of models in Central Park, which. They obviously put some effort into this episode. Oh to, yeah, to do and that. a few different. A few different. You're going to go through the different locations. Yeah, I saw two. That 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 was one, and then we cut to a model on a. It looks like a carousel horse, in front of his office that she that he she was sitting on. Isn't that a weird yeah, prop? It, well, well, I'm. It is indeed in front of uh, the the. It's the building they use for his office because right. i recognize the queen's but the, bridge in the background but uh, so how, how did a carousel it looks like uh, a horse from a carousel that's what she's sitting on did you notice the, what the model was sitting on no i i didn't notice that it was a but, weird prop and then we see uh yeah maybe it's from serendipity's next door and then we see another shot of another model back in central park by the fountain so there's like three exterior shots yeah. of models being taken, their, their picture being taken by Felix. Right. And that only could have been filmed for this episode. So they, the fact that they shot those establishing shots just for this episode is interesting. So now we go into the Felix's studio and he's saying perfect girls reloading just perfect. And there's a woman standing next to him who says, Felix, these proofs are absolutely breathtaking. How did you get that golden glow effect? And Felix says, that's mustard, just plain everyday mustard. She said, mustard, that's a genius. And Felix says, yeah, from Oscar's thumb on the lens. Uh, and then the woman says, oh, I wish we had one-tenth of your kind of creativity in our TV commercials. So she, this woman obviously works for an ad agency and we later name her, we later learn her name is Judy Jones. She's played by Louise Troy, who has a limited number of credits for 
60s through the 80s, including the FBI, Honey West, Hawaii Vivo, Hogan's Heroes, Cannon, Barnaby Jones, Kate and Alley, and Newhart. I can tell you some, some, one thing interesting about Louise Troy. Yes. She was married during this period that we're talking well, of the show to Werner Klemperer. Oh, she Hogan's was? Heroes. Oh, wow. And I know that. I know that because I knew Werner Klemperer. Oh. But did I know- did not know her because uh, they divorced when I was very young. And- oh, wow. That's an interesting connection. Uh, Felix laughs and says, I am available for TV commercials, you know. And Judy says, Felix, there's a new ad campaign starting soon that would be perfect for you. I think I can get the agency to use you as a director. Multiblade, they want to introduce their new long-handled razor in a commercial. Felix says, I'd be perfect for that. I shave every day. And Judy says, they want to use Deacon Jones. And Felix says, they want to use a minister in a shaving commercial. (laughs) I laughed at that. I find it a little hard to believe he doesn't know who Deacon Jones is. But also, I guess it's somewhat believable because he obviously doesn't watch sports. But he does with with Oscar. Judy says he's an athlete, an all pro football player, but they can't reach him. He won't talk to people. He's impossible to reach. And Felix says if they could reach him, then I could direct it. And Judy says, well, sure, but there's no point in that now, unless. And Felix says, unless what? And Judy says, unless I bet. Says, unless I bet Oscar could get to him. And Felix says, you want me to ask Oscar to approach Deacon Jones? And Judy says, well, you want to do the commercial. Felix gets very upset, slams down the photos he has in his hand and, and shouts, how dare you? You only thought of me for this commercial because I know Oscar. So Judy waves her hand and says, forget about it, and starts to walk away. And then Felix steps in front of her and says, I'll do it. And they go to credits. So let's talk about Deacon Jones since he's in the episode. He was born in 1938. He played some college football, but then was discovered by the LA Rams, kind of accidentally, according to what I read. Played for them for 10 years. He credited, he's credited with coining the term sacking the quarterback, which I didn't even know somebody coined it. I just assumed it always existed. Huge if true. Uh, After football, he did take up acting. He was in the Brady Bunch. He was on Wonder Woman. He was on a Banachek. So he did make the rounds. So he was retired by this time. I believe that's correct. Yes. Oscar. So next, after the credits, Oscar, and, and do you run across any actual real life basis for him being so reclusive or reticent to talk? Uh, I did not come across it. To be fair, I also didn't look for it. But for a guy who's acting a lot, it doesn't seem like that yeah. would fit in. Sure, it's whether that's just something they made up for the I episode. I feel like that's something they made up, but I have no indication that it isn't something they made up. Right. So after the clips, Oscar, we now are in the living room. Oscar, after, after the credits, we're in the living room. Oscar is washing his face in the kitchen sink. Uh, and he drinks from a beer can while he's washing. He's got suds all <laughs> over his face. got but, soap all over his face. He has to take a, a, a sip of beer. <laughs> and then Felix walks in and asks Oscar if he is home. Oscar says no. And mm-hmm. that leads to our first clip. What are you doing? Dripping. Give me a towel. You're washing in, washing in my kitchen sink? Yeah, I couldn't fit in a dishwasher. What are you, an animal? I'm a very wet animal. No, 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 not on my... How can you wash your face in my kitchen sink? Well, the bathroom sink's broken. Oh. Well, at least you could have called for the super to fix it. He called the super. Don't use your bathroom. Wait, wait. Where are you going? It's dinner time. Even a super has to eat. What what about our bathroom? Don't use it for anything. 
very word. What should we use? Improvise. The Board of Health will hear about this. Also, the Board of Rent. We're paying a premium rent here. We're entitled hey, to certain services. Relax, will you? Bathrooms are allowed to break down. What are you so upset about? You're right. Erase upset. I'm nice. Listen, I have a tremendous favor to ask of you. Well, hurry up, will you? I got a date. <laughs> I have this impossible assignment. You're the only man who can help me. Yeah. You could create a whole new me. A whole new you? I'd like to put a hole in the old you. <laughs> this is serious. I'm sorry. What do you want? Whatever you want, name it, you got it. Help me get Deacon Jones for a TV commercial. No. What do you mean, no? What happened to name it, you got it? Felix, he's a very shy, reserved man. I don't want to impose on our friendship. First he brushes his teeth, now he drinks beer. <laughs> if I get him for this commercial, they'll let me direct it. I'm sorry, Felix, I can't. Okay, my best friend, tell me where he is. I'll go to him, I'll talk to him myself. Are you kidding? Why do you think they need outside help to get him? Why do you think he's never done a commercial? He never talks to advertising men. What makes you think he's going to talk to you? But he'll talk to you, won't he? Yeah, we're very close. I'm the only sports writer who never asked him if both his parents were tall. He brushes his teeth, he drinks a beer, now he's going to make a sandwich. What are you going to do, narrate my day? Come on, Oscar, you could do it, please. What harm would it do if you just ask him? I'd hate to jeopardize our friendship. What about our friendship? That's already in jeopardy. <laughs> all right, Oscar, go ahead. Wound me, doesn't matter. All right, all right. No, all right. right. St. Joe, St. Joe, I'll it. try, I'll try, all right? Yeah, I'll set up a lunch in the mart at the press box, 12.30, be there. But if you really want him, Phoenix, you gotta let me do all the talking, understand? Fine, okay. fine. You do all the talking. 12.30 at the press box. Gee, that's wonderful. You won't be late, will you? Because I don't want to talk to somebody who doesn't talk to anybody. Excuse did I ever let you down? No, no, sir. Just one thing. Why? In case you let me down. What does Deacon Jones look like? He's bigger than a bread box. So there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of visuals in the clip. Oscar um, is brushing his teeth from a toothbrush that he has in his pocket or his date. Good, always good, you know, handy thing to have around. And he does make a very large sandwich. Uh, do you know the origin of Bigger Than a Bread Box? No, I do not. That comes from what's I'm, And my, I'm curious about it. That comes from What's My Line, the TV show. Huh. Uh, that's yeah. where they would have to uh, sometimes address what these people's jobs were. And it would also involve objects. And, and, or it could involve an object. And I think Bennett Cerf started asking, is it Bigger Than a Bread Box? Um, what, but what is a bread box? Uh, a box of bread? I guess <laughs> I never thought about question. the actual box. Of, I guess I assumed it was How a box. Big is it? How big is it? I, it a loaf of bread size. The size of right. a loaf of bread. So it's the way to sort of like something to store your bread in. I guess yes. before Wonder Bread and sliced. But, yes. You know, because uh, before there was a best thing since sliced bread, uh, you... Uh, probably got the full loaf and you needed to you didn't have it wrapped it needed to be kept uh, fresh somewhere yeah i think that's right um so the uh super in there is uh herbie fay who we've mentioned uh before Many. yes uh this is his fourth odd couple and um and I didn't think, he play the super i believe he plays the super one more time in the episode he, with wasn't he the super in season one 
so I don't recall if season one he was a super because we didn't watch those episodes as carefully. No. I do know he's a super in season the episode where Victor Bruno plays the manager of the apartment and they order the doors removed from the apartments after the uh, rent strike. I don't, I don't remember that. You don't know the rent, the rent strike, uh, the rent. I don't remember it very strike. well. No. Um, he's a super in there. Uh, I, I don't recall that he was, this, I looked up his credits and I right. don't recall that he was actually a super in season one. No, he would. No, you know what he is. It's uh, I just checked. It's yes. he's the super in the blackout, the season one episode. Oh, the blackout, okay. All right. Where he's the one fixing the electricity. You know? Oh, okay. All right. Then I did, and I he's called Mr. Lambretti. Yeah, there. The, the names keep changing. He's Fefner. <laughs> and he's, yeah, so he keeps playing a super, but a different name super. Weird. And I think this is also the more proof that that Felix and Oscar are in the yes, same yes. apartment. Because yes. otherwise their super would have had to go with them. So Central Park West or not, they are still in 1049 Park Avenue. Uh, by the way, it was Steve Allen on What's My Line who started asking ah, okay. as a bigger not uh, not Bennett, sir. Uh, so now we're at a new scene. Uh, we see we see Dickie, Deacon Jones sitting at a bar by himself, drinking a drink. We see Felix at the other other end of the bar. He realizes he, he, it's he's obvious that he realizes this is Deacon Jones, but he knows he's not supposed to approach him. So Felix asks the bartender, who we later find out is named Pat, if he is the correct time. And Pat says, last time you asked me that, it was one o'clock. It is now exactly one minute after. So Pat is played by Arthur Batanides, who has 150 credits to his name, including Alfred Hitchcock, Bonanza, Dick Van Dyke, I Spy, Wild Wild West, Star Trek, Mission Impossible, Happy Days. And this is the first of three odd couples. Mm. Well, I, and I know he looked very familiar, and I couldn't tell whether he's just so omnipresent or because of the other odd couples. But I don't I remember th- who he played in the other. I don't. Couples. I think this is his most prominent odd couple mm. role. But we'll and this out. is not very prominent. <laughs> well, no, but he's he's. A, I mean, he doesn't have a lot play, of lines. No, well, yes, but I think as odd couple guests go, it's about for you know for peripheral characters, it's it's right. decent. Yeah. Uh. So Felix continues to look at Jones and then says loudly, has Oscar Madison been here today? And Pat says, you see any peanuts on the bar? Any beer spilled on the floor? Your stool sticky? So that's part of why he plays a role in the scene because he's like talking about Oscar. Felix asks Pat to lean forward and he says, do you know Deacon Jones? And Pat says, look down the, Pat looks down the bar and says, are you kidding? That's him over there. Felix says, oh, really? Could you do me a favor? Could you introduce me to him? Pat says, no. Felix says, why not? And Pat says, well, you see that big crowd of people around him? Now, Felix says, no. Pat says, that's right. He's all alone because he likes it that way. You know why he comes in here? Because he knows I won't introduce him to anyone. Felix says, I'll just do it myself. Nobody I can't talk to. Even as a child, they called me the friendly one. (laughs) So he moves down next to Deacon and he starts talking. He also asks the bartender for a beer and starts rapping his knuckles on the table and says, hut, hut. (laughs) <laughs> yes, which is very funny. He asked Jones, you don't happen to know the correct time, do you? And Jones stares at him and Felix looks at his own wrist and says, oh, here's a watch. Three minutes after one. Here's a watch. He starts talking. <laughs> Felix starts talking to Pat again and says, you know, I am any heck of a pickle. <laughs> which is a line I've always remembered. Also, I always, the, the, I have to go back a moment. When 
Oscar says, what are you going to do? Narrate my day to Felix yeah. in that clip. Yeah. That's a line I've used in my real life. So I love that <laughs> line. But the way he says, I am in a heck of a pickle. <laughs> I'm supposed to meet my old pal Oscar Madison here for lunch. He was going to introduce me to this famous sports figure. I wanted this famous sports figure to work in a TV commercial for me for a heck of a lot of money. That Oscar Madison, all, you know, all part of his his uh, his put on that he's just uh, innocently talking a lot, you know, thinking aloud. You he's know, the not, friendly one. Yeah, being super friendly, right? That Oscar Madison, yo, know, he's always late. And then Deacon Jones gets up and says, "Put in my tab, Pat. See you around." Felix shouts, "Halt!" <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know, I'm not supposed to talk to you. I know you're moody and shy. You're fearful of strangers. I understand that. And then he says. I understand the trauma of 400 years of slavery and the busing. <laughs> there he goes again. It's very funny that he does that, but it is pretty bold to, to have that on the show. Uh, but in the spirit of Abraham Lincoln, could you just stay and have a little talk with me? Let me buy you a drink. Have I said anything wrong? And then Deacon leaves without talking to Felix. Not helping. No. So now we're in a new scene. Oscar walks into the restaurant and we see the restaurant from the exterior with the exterior with an awning that says press box steaks. Oscar did refer to this restaurant called the press That's box. The earlier. So this was a real restaurant on 45th wow. between third and Lex <clears throat> in the 1970s, according to a website about lost New York, this is how they described it. <clears throat> the place, this is how a patron described it to this website. The place seems to have been rather rockish in a madman sort of way. The staff used to hand out press cards which permitted ladies to visit the men's room. What the women did when they went in there is left up to our imagination. More unbelievable is what the women would see when they got there. According to the source, oh, this is the person quoting the patron. According to the source, the urinals were affixed with magnified shaving mirrors which hung at about raced level. This, I guess, ensured that every booze-soaked news hound left the loo feeling like a big man. Jesus, that's weird. <laughs> uh, it is now a Chinese <laughs> restaurant, by the way. Uh, okay. So, yes, a very weird place, according to this, <laughs> this source. That is not referred to in the uh, no. condition. So Oscar walks in and puts his hat on the hat rack and says, Hey, Felix, beer, Pat. How you doing, buddy? And he sits down next to Felix and puts his hand in a bowl of nuts, which spills all over the table. Right. It's a, and it's just, a very convincing, was but it's a very convinced, the way he does it is very convincing. It doesn't oh, look yeah. like an actor trying to knock over a bowl of right. peanuts. Oscar says, Deke here yet? Felix stares at him and says, do you see a bread box? Oscar says, late, huh? And Felix says, he was here and gone. Oscar says, oh, he was early. Felix says, no, you're late. Oscar points at his watch and says, what are you talking about? Look at that, 1230, there it is. Felix says, is that your new watch? Oscar says, yeah, six bucks, which is thirty-seven fifty-five today, by the way. Oh, so that is. It's a cheap watch, but a, I guess at the time, maybe cheap watches didn't hold the time as well as they do today. Felix asks to see the watch and Oscar hands it to him. Felix looks at it and puts it in Oscar's beer and leaves. And then Oscar drinks the beer with the watch, <laughs> which is very funny. That's a very good scene. So now we're back at the apartment. Felix is talking to Judy on the phone and says, of course I want to direct the show, but I blew it. We blew it. He blew it. Oscar blew it. Well, what are you going to do? Of course, it meant a great meal to me, Judy. Of course, it meant a great deal to me, Judy. Righto, goodbye. Uh, you know, it's funny that he, he refers to directing the show. Yes, unless I quoted that wrong. No, uh, I, I think I heard that. Okay. On the, uh, that's, like, 
That's like when Oscar says he's writing a novel. Right, right. All right, so that leads to our next clip. Hey, Phoenix, old buddy. How'd you like to get Deacon Jones for your commercial? That's right, rub salt in the wounds, Oscar. Well, you want him or don't you? Don't toy with me, Oscar, I'm a loaded pistol. <laughs> well, don't shoot. You want him, you got him. Are you kidding? Really? Yeah. How? When? Well, I figured I'd let you down, so I called Deacon. We just had dinner. We straightened the whole thing out. You had dinner with him? Yeah. I'm cooking dinner here. I've got a kitchen full of food. You can please... I got you, you cuck him in. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. How can you forgive me for the terrible thing I did to you in the bar? You need the watch? You fixed it. <laughs> Every ten minutes, it asks for a pretzel. Oscar Madison walks into this house and says, Felix, you can be a director. That's what I said. Close up, full back to include Felix. Uh -huh. So, you told him about the payday and he couldn't resist, huh? Are you kidding? He doesn't care about the money. That's not why he agreed to do it. Well, why did he do it? Out of friendship. <laughs> I thought he hated me. He does. <laughs> Get out of friendship for me. Well, that's nice. That is very nice. It is nice. I need the money. Oscar, you're taking a kickback. Oh, Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. What we have here is a failure to communicate. Look, he keeps his money, I keep mine. You, what? I, your money? Oh, I got, forgot to tell you, see, I'm in the commercial, too. <laughs> I, you, the agency would never sit still for this one. Yeah, but you don't understand, see, no me, no Deacon Jones. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? This is a one-man commercial, Oscar. Oh, no, no, see, we rewrote it. And I'm afraid you're going to have to take it or leave it. No, the, the, you, you, you can't... For money. The bathroom's still broken, huh? You do a thing like this for money. For money, for prestige, for ego. For... Do you know how much Howard Cassell got for a one-minute thing he did with Don Meredith? How much? Plenty. <laughs> I can do anything as good as he can. But they don't want you. They want Deacon Jones. <laughs> I got Deacon Jones. They got me as a bonus. I told you we rewrote it. Ah, uh, another bonus. Felix, we did it for you. Look, look. <laughs> He won't talk. Deacon will not talk. How are you going to shoot a commercial with a man who won't talk? So we figured it out for your good. See, I'll do the talking. He'll stand there, look magnificent, and he'll nod. How do you like that? It don't give me that face. It's a question of one hand washing the other. Yeah, but now we've got three hands. I only wanted two. It's better than none. Get your pots out of the sink. i got to take a bath. So my question is, how did they get the script? Did Deacon, did they call back and they told the agency Deacon will do it with Oscar and we'll give you the script, but. Uh, well, what's weird is he says we rewrote the script right. as if they had one. That, that's what but, I'm saying. So how did they get it? But I, it? I assume what he really means is that they wrote a, they just came up with an idea for the commercial. Uh, but I don't know if we're to believe that this, the ultimate script that we see performed is actually theirs. I find that hard to believe. But. I think they meant rewrote, re rewrote yeah. the script, but otherwise, how I, would they? I have can't it? imagine Oscar and Deacon Jones sitting in and writing Deacon, a commercial. writing commercial. I don't know. Uh, so now we have a new scene. We are in Felix's studio. Oh, by oh, the way, yes. uh, you, you're not going to mention the uh, failure to communicate reference. Oh, we uh, yeah, that is from uh, uh, which movie? I can't remember it. Cool Hand Luke. Thank you. Yes. 
Uh, new scene, we are in Felix's studio. Felix is stra straightening a table with a bowl, razor, towel, and shaving cream on it. Judy is standing next to him, shaking her head because he keeps rearranging these things. He walks over to two men who are adjusting a camera. He says, now, gentlemen, give me your attention, please. No one is more aware than myself that I need you a great deal more than you need me. I think we're all a great crew here. If we pull together, we can make some really, we can make a really great commercial. What do you say, team? And one of the men says, just get out of the way. We're trying to focus because Felix is standing in front of the camera. Felix says, start on Mr. Madison. Come right over to Deacon Jones. And then Judy says, Felix, I have such good vibes about you. You're going to be a very good director. And Felix says, I hope so. This is my life's ambition, which I believe. We see this with the pornography right. episode. Right. Uh, directing to him is, I guess, the next step from- After photography. Well, it's going from photography to video or film. Yes. And then Oscar and Deacon walk in and Oscar says, never fear, your stars are here. Felix, you know Deacon? And Felix says, hey there, brother. And he goes to slap him five, but Deacon does not reciprocate. So Felix just slaps the air. Uh, they really are pushing the uh, clueless white man thing with Felix this episode. So Felix says, good to have you aboard, Deke. And then that is this next clip. I guess we should mention. Uh, Judy Joe. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I, if it's not clear for people who never saw, I, I can't believe anyone listening never saw this episode, but we haven't mentioned that Deacon Jones was black. I didn't think it was worth mentioning. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yes, he's African American. Because it, Felix is the only one who is mentioning yes. it all the time. Yes. May I present Deacon Jones? Oh, you're both named Jones. Maybe you're related. Oscar? Yeah, I'm going over the script. Excuse now. me. What? Oscar? I hope that. Um, you know what? I hope that you. Uh, what? Did you notice that I've had chairs made with your name and Deacon's on them? Hey, it's great, like a real movie studio. Yeah, yeah, good. I did it myself. Good. 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 See? So here's your chair. See? I painted your name on it. So if you want to sit down, well, then you sit right here. Oh, thanks, Felix. Thanks. Oscar? What? You're sitting in my chair. Well, you can sit in my chair. No, I can't do that because it's got your name on it. I give you my permission. You can sit in my chair anytime you want to. Well, that just defeats the whole thing. If I can sit in your chair and you can sit in mine, then why put the names on them? Yeah, why put the names on them? Okay. Uh, just change the... No. The director gets the taller chair. So part of that scene is a visual where Oscar's sitting in the tall chair, towering over Felix, who's sitting in the small chair. <laughs> the angle of the camera is from like a low point under Felix. So we're looking up at Oscar towering over Felix. And, and it's then funny. Deacon Jones in the, even though Deacon Jones is across from Felix in a small chair, but because he's huge, yes. he also towers over Felix. So Felix looks like he's at the kid's table. Right. So he's, <laughs> he, and, he, and he acts very 
uh, emasculated. That's why he said, right. okay, yes. time to go, because he's, yes. um, uh, yeah. By the way, some of the laughter, as I was listening to the clip while we are playing it, sounds a little canned to me. Well, what do you think? I mean, you know, that's that was a practice sweetener, right? The sweetener, it was a well, practice. Right? I think the I think the shot of them sitting like that was done outside of the live live audience. Right. No, that it would have, you're right. Those and yeah, those angles are a little weird. I mean, because yes. they don't they do that so rarely on the show. But you're right. They they had to break the the format to get that angle. And you're right. Maybe there was no audience there. Yeah. Right. It felt a little season one camera yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, so we have a new scene where Felix says, Oscar, here are your cue cards. I think you know. So now we have a new scene where Felix says, Oscar, here are your cue cards. I think you know your lines, but your lines are here on the cue cards if you need them. You just refer to them whenever you're in trouble. Oscar sits in Felix's chair again, and Felix is visibly annoyed. He says, now, Deacon, you don't have any lines. You'll stand here on the mark I made for you, and you'll let the camera be your mirror. You're going to shave. Why? Why are you going to shave? Why shave? What is your motivation? <laughs> and Deacon and Oscar are both staring at him during this. You wake up. It's morning. You're not fully awake. You look out. It's a glum day. You feel low. You feel mean. The world seems hostile. You reach for the lather. You reach for the long, nice multi-blade. You begin to shave. Suddenly, the world seems like a good place again. Got that? And Deacon just continues to stare. Felix pats him on the knee and says, right, now for the rehearsal. You'll just pretend to shave. Oscar, get out of my chair. Now, you're standing over here next to Deke. Your motivation is, and Oscar interrupts him and says, money, can we shoot it, please? Felix says, no, we're not going to shoot it now. This is a rehearsal, all right? Deacon, will you come up here, please? Please. Deacon does not move. Oscar says, come on, Deke. And Deacon gets on his mark. Felix says, you told the line I made for you. A couple of inches forward, please. Deacon doesn't move. Felix says, may I touch you? And he tries to move Deacon forward, but Deacon does not budge. And Felix says, good. Okay, this is going to be good. Move the camera up two inches. So, right, he's not, he just gives up right, on moving Right, it. exactly. And that leads to a clip. Very good, Deacon. That does it great, doesn't he? I don't want your opinion, Oscar. I want you to say your lines. Your lines on the cue card. Okay. Hi, my name is Oscar Madison. Cut. This big guy here behind the shaving cream is Deacon Jones. Cut! When I say cut, you stop. Yeah, but I'm not through Everybody there. knows when the director says cut, everything stops. Why, we stop. What is it? Don't squint like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't have to shout. You talk normally. I want you to be intimate with us and smile now and then. But the main thing is just be relaxed, be intimate. Right, Deacon? <laughs> All right, we're going to start again from the top. Hi, my name wait, is... Wait, wait, what's the now? I didn't say action. You have to wait for the director to say action. You're the director? Yes, of course I'm the director. <laughs> say action. All right. Action. Hi, my name is Oscar Madison. This big guy here behind the shaving cream is Deacon Jones. Right, Deacon? Very good, Deacon. You're shaving with a new long-handled multi-blade safety razor, right? Very good, Deacon. The long-handled handled razor with a long reach to move like a magic wand over the toughest beard. Right, Deacon? Very good. Deacon, you have shaved with all kinds of razors. Smile. Smile. Jason, haven't you? Smile. Oscar. And multi-blade really Smile, scores with you. Right? Right. Cut! That was very, very good. That was really speaking, Deacon. <laughs> Deacon is fine, but the agency will not go with Oscar. His whole image is wrong. What's wrong with Oscar's image? It's rotten. 
Isn't that part of the charm that he is? No. You'll bring in a pro tomorrow. I'm sorry he's out. But if he's out, then the big guy is out. And if the big guy's out, then the little guy is out. Felix, there's a lot of money involved with this. Let me work with him. I'll let him go now. I promise you, it'll be great tomorrow. Oh, we'll scrub the whole thing, all right? Please? All right. Till tomorrow. Okay, team. That's a wrap. We're going to meet at 9 o'clock tomorrow morning, ready to make a commercial. That was great, team. Really great. Nine o'clock tomorrow morning. Let's go. Okay. Oscar will be here too. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah, I'll pick you up. Bye bye, brother. Bye, Jerry. Hey, buddy. Was I great or was I good? What's Howard Cassell got that I haven't got, huh? We're going to work on you. You think you could even get it better? We're going to work on your motivation. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you motivation. Yeah. I'm going to give you a couple of line readings. Uh-huh. I'm going to give you a projection. I'm going to get. But I can't do anything with this man sitting in my chair here. Pam, pam. So that line, I can't do anything with this man sitting in my chair, is perhaps one of my favorites, if not my favorite from this episode. The way he delivers it and the way the guy just keeps sit- eating, sitting there eating and sandwich. The guy himself. Yes. They found, he must be like a, I can't believe he's an actor. He, he's, he looks like a real, he's this older, big, fat, very slovenly guy. <laughs> Is eating he, a huge sandwich. I don't think of him as that big and fat. I think okay, of him as not that. Yeah. But kind of slovenly and 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 totally dead, like not part in on the joke. He's not that's why I think he's not an actor. He's just he he it's at the lunch break for the crew and he just plops himself down in Felix's chair, which Felix has been complaining about all day. And it's been bothering him all day. And he's got and he's just stuffing his face with the hugest sandwich. It's a hilarious psycho and he does not when felix says that to not him, even he, looking at him right? he doesn't he completely ignores that felix is annoyed and it's it's very funny uh so I, now you know I, I like how uh they just for the second time mentioned howard cosell nice uh you know continuing of the oscars rivalry with cosell which we just who was just on the show earlier this season um uh, so um we have a new scene we're back at the apartment. Felix is holding cue cards for Oscar. And he asks him to read them. And Oscar says, hi, my name is Oscar Madison. And this big guy here. And Felix interrupts and says, smile, smile. Oscar says, behind the shaving cream is Deacon Jones. Felix says, it's a little better. But you can see the thing is, you should have a nice, casual, friendly, man-to-man thing. <laughs> which quickly leads us to our next clip. There's a lot of stuff in this episode that is much better to hear it than for have me recite it. It should have a nice, casual, friendly, man-to-man thing with it. You're standing here, you're talking with your friend, you're putting some lather in his hand. You know, it's the camaraderie. And you, a new friend joins you. The camera's a new friend. You look up and you say, Hi, my name is Oscar Madison, and this big guy here behind the shaving cream. You see, a little friendly, it's a touch of humor there. Colloquial. This big guy here behind the shaving cream is Deacon. You know? Okay. So you're putting the shaving cream in his hand, and you're joined by a new friend, and you're surprised, and you say, Hi, oh, my name is more real, a little bit more solid from the heart, you know what I mean? Because what you're doing is good, but it's got a touch of musical comedy to it. should be a little bit more legitimate, you know what I mean? Yeah, but you want big guy. Yeah, not so big, a little bit more virile. But you want yeah. big guy. Okay. Now, here we go again. You're putting the shaving cream in his hand, and you're joined by a friend, and you say... Hi, my name is Oscar. Oh, that's enough, I'm through. This is not Hamlet, 
you know. But you see, if you did it like that, it would be good. You said I had it this afternoon. Well, what is it supposed to be like? Well, you're supposed to say it like you're, like you're talking, natural. Not reading, right, Mr. Mountain? Right. Go fix the bathroom. <laughs> Hi, my name is Harvey Fackner. This big guy here behind the shaving cream is Deacon Jones. That I is think excellent, Mr. Uh, Fafner. Perfect. I'll go fix the bathroom. Oscar, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> go fix the bathroom, Mr. Fafner. It's fixed. It's fixed. Look, but I can do this, too. You know, I can do a commercial. They're using real people in commercials now. I know they are. I wish I could do something for you, but I can't use you as an actor, Mr. Fafner. Okay. Well, maybe you're right. Who wants to be an actor? Maybe I better, better stick to what I know best. Singing. <laughs> I do it better than Fafner. Yes, you do. It's very, very good, and it's going to be perfect. Now, concentrate. Total concentration. Throw yourself to the park. Think. Think hard. What are you thinking? When do I get my check? So the visuals of Felix teaching Oscar how to act and Oscar overacting with the musical comedy, it's very funny. It's uh, yeah, he even says, I didn't catch it the first time I saw it, but listening, he said, when Oscar starts to go over the top with big guy, yeah. uh, Felix says, a, a little more virile, <laughs> which is quite uh, quite a thing to say. It's um, one of those classic scenes where one of them teaches the other how to do. Yes, exactly. And those are, are always, those are among the best scenes in the whole show. Uh, Oscar, whether it's Oscar teaching Felix football or yeah. anytime Felix needs to direct Oscar at something. Yeah. And you can, just like with the football thing, you can tell it came out of that kind of improvisation in rehearsal between the two of them. Uh, and that's why it's, it works, the chemistry works so well. So we're back at Felix's studio and Oscar's rehearsing saying, the toughest beard, right? You have shaved with all kind of razors, haven't you? And what razor really scores with you? Deacon says, multi-blade, right? Felix says, cut, that is great, that is perfect. Oscar says, you really think so? Deacon says, you sounded like Howard Cosell. Felix says, now we're going to shoot it just like that. Makeup, come on. And at the start of the clip that we're about to play, because uh, you'll hear some laughter, Oscar puts way too much shaving cream in Deacon's hand. And that's the first kind of bit of laughter. After they do the clapper. Yes. Uh, the, uh, he, Oscar is distracted by the noise and forgets to let go of the shaving cream. Shaving cream in the hand. Rolling, take one. And action! <laughs> Cut! What are you doing? I'm sorry. There's too many things. That guy with the loud barber poles and the guy's coming and I said it's too much to do. Oh, we'll put the shaving cream. We'll start with the shaving cream on his face. Yeah. But the main thing was too many relax. things. Relax, yes. Yeah. Take it easy. Come on, Baker. Help us in here. Okay. And... Okay, I'm loose now. Let's go. I'm loose. I'm loose. Let's go. Clappers. Rolling. Take two. I'm loose. I'm loose. I'm loose. Action! Tight. I'm tight. <laughs> What's the matter? Junior. Action! I, you know, I have to do that way. It makes me nervous. Well, I have to shout action to you. That's my job. Yeah, I'm a director. You have to do it so loud, it throws me off. See? All right, I'll do it more soft if that's oh, what you want. Are you still rolling? Yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go now. Ready? What? Say what on the cards? No, I thought you said something. I didn't hear you. You're the one who asked me to do it quietly. Oh, no, no, <laughs> the trouble is, what it really is, is, I need more makeup. I see, I'm kind of sticky. There's not enough makeup in the world for you. Please, please. <laughs> All right, give him anything you want. Ask your baby. You have tight. This bit. Oh no, no, I gotta stay for my friend, D. Yeah, the friendly one. Rolling, take three. Hi. 
My name is Oscar Madison. This big guy here behind the craving sheen is Deacon Jones. I had a roll going. I was hot. What's that craving sheen? What thing? You said craving sheen. No, this big guy craving. behind the craving. Oh, no. Come on. Well, you, you ruined the roll for me. Hold it. Hold it. Oscar, baby. I'll take that part. You pick it up where we left off. You just nod. Okay? Hey, that's a very good idea. It's just the beginning. I'm not in trouble. Good, good, good. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Give him the cleverest. Come on. Rolling take four. And cut. I mean action. Hi. This dude here is Oscar Madison, and my name is Deacon Jones. Right, Oscar? I'm shaving with the new long-handle multi-blade safety razor. Right, Oscar? It's the long-handle razor with the long reach to move like a magic wand over the toughest beard. How about that, Oscar? I've shaved with all kinds of razors. And you know what razor really scores with me? Multi-blade. Right? Right. So at the end, we hear Felix say, put me down, because Deacon Jones has lifted him up in the air. (laughs) So what I've always been impressed is that is a really good ad. Like, what I don't understand is that (laughs) ad should have aired, been really successful, and Felix should have gone on to a actually good directorial commercial career, but that doesn't happen. Like Oscar's book uh, and... uh... Felix's uh, David Steinberg TV appearance, it is never heard from again, even right. though it seems a big deal at the time. That, and it's very, and that's why the audience applauds. I think it's organic, yeah. genuine yeah. applause. Like that was a really good ad. Yeah. And yeah, it, and to refresh- also, it should have made Oscar a star too. Right. 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 Well, to refresh listeners' memory, it's like Deacon Jones has got Oscar like in a headlock, basically, and Oscar just keeps nodding, almost frightened of him throughout that his monologue. So. And then Deacon gets takes and his then head gets- face with shaving cream and puts it on Oscars. Yeah. So yeah, it's frustrating that, that this doesn't lead to something else in real life. Uh, but it's a very, it's a very good scene. And uh, the craving sheet. Yeah, it's just so it's hilarious. A- like all the, and it's funny, this is, this episode has a lot of like little cuts. Like if the, it's not all in real time, they keep jumping forward and skipping around because they just want to, but in this case, it's funny because it's all the different ways this could go wrong. It's fun to see them play with all the different ways that Oscar can mess it up. And I think Craving Sheen maybe. Craving Sheen, I always remember Craving That's the most, probably the most famous thing to come out of this. Um, So in the tag, we're back at the Press Box Steakhouse. They are, uh, Oscar and Felix and Deacon are toasting Felix and Oscar says to Felix's first commercial and they all have a beer. Deacon says, it wasn't bad, brother. And Felix says, brother, did you hear that? He called me brother. And he puts his arm around Deacon and says, but in a larger sense, aren't all men brothers? Isn't every man the brother to every other man? No matter what your profession, no matter what you're standing in the community. Deacon says, you see why I don't talk? Because if you talk, you got to listen. Bye-bye, brother. And he slaps Oscar five and he slaps Felix five, but even harder. And Felix says, ow. And that's the end. Decent tag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I really like this episode. I think this episode, and maybe I would revisit this comment later. I think this is one of the, I'll just say this, one of the most organic uses of a guest star. It doesn't yeah. feel forced, right. no. even though this may be Jack Klugman's world, or I, you know, I know we know that sometimes Felix wanted sports to, or Tony Randall, like it's not as obvious, but however he got into this, 
it doesn't feel forced. It just really was a natural. And he's uh, really yeah. a natural. And I think he's our first athlete on the guest star. Uh, I guess that's right. If I don't remember season one, well, uh, no, yeah, real athlete. That's right. And lay, I, 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 I now I want to compare. Uh, yeah, Deacon Jones is great in it, and I want to comp- look forward to comparing him to Bubba Smith in a later episode. Uh, and and Alex Karras is in a later episode, right. but not playing not as himself, himself, not as himself. Um, and of course, Bobby Riggs, if you count him as right. an athlete, which you may not. Um, so how uh, many Murrays? I give it four and a half out of five Murrays. Uh, because it it is one of my favorite episodes and has it really there's no there's nothing in it that is downtime like every moment is really sharp uh, good guest stars no real major inconsistencies except for the things we've mentioned and yes. everyone's really on their game there's no Murray there's no Myrna right. so but they weren't needed because you had right. you had Deacon Jones. Sort of like the supers playing the Murray role in a way. <laughs> That's right, right. And we do get two scenes, and he's he's good in this. He yeah, makes it. Yeah, great, right, yeah, great supporting. Yeah, yeah it almost around. feels like like Al Molinar wasn't available, maybe somehow. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Uh, I give it a solid four. I mean, I don't know, I don't know why, not more, but um, I mean, it's a little thin as an episode compared to the my all time favorites, but uh it's i i enjoyed it a lot more than i remembered and uh i think yeah, two things i really enjoyed is one deacon jones is great uh at playing the strong silent type so whether he really was that way in real life he certainly is convincing great deadpan looks at felix you know is hilarious the scene in the bar where, where felix basically is like picking him up in the bar you know is um i don't mean that literally it just that feels like analogous to that uh is that's a hilarious scene and the other thing i like is it's once again just like on the david steinberg you know it's jack klugman is a really good actor pretending to be a terrible actor like you see oscar is camera shot oscar's yeah. not a natural performer and so i love all the ways that he makes oscar a bad actor. and i i think it's hard to say shaving cream wrong like to to, to say it wrong and sound like you're accidentally saying it wrong Right. Takes talent. Yeah, he's very say, convincing. Yeah, he's very convincing that he's, yeah. Yeah, and Oscar's inability, or Oscar's non-acting abilities are funny. So you're four and I'm at four and a half. Maurice, that's where we ended up? Yeah, I'm sticking with that. Okay, that's still very strong. Um, all right, well, if you have any feedback, uh, remember you can email us at 1049pod at gmail.com. And of course, we'd appreciate... Uh, a good review and rating on iTunes. And uh, Garrett, do not narrate my day, please. You are many things, Ted, but most of all, you are bigger than a bread box. Goodbye, everybody.